yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't really. I wouldn't really laugh about that. You shouldn't laugh about somebody. Is else's, the producer okay? Somebody else's injury. We're ready to go. Yeah. We okay. This is awesome having Mike here again. I know. Back on track. You ready? Are we ready for a countdown? John? Yep. Michael, you ready? Ready. I like it. Producer? Director? Ready. Boom? Is that what they call the lighting guy? The boom guy? Over there? The guy holding that microphone up? Who knows what yeah. he's doing? Ready? Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome back, friends. Welcome back to another episode of The Jersey Alchemist. I'm your host, Dr. John Gerard Gallucci. And I'm Philip D'Angelo. And I'm Michael Sabella. Wow, it's like the Italian connection here. Oh, I mean, what? <laughs> if you're not Italian, you're not allowed on the podcast? I mean, oh, Bones is. Oh, and Bones. Bones, Bones is, yeah, Bones, Bones is yeah. Uh, Major Springfield Bones. Bones so, what, I don't, you know, Bones what's is, his ethnicity? Not that it matters. Uh, but I think he's early American. Early American, mm -hmm. yep. okay, that would be a, a nice. You Somebody know. said something about Springfield, Massachusetts, and his people founded that that town. Really? Yeah. We're starting to find out piece by piece. We're starting to put a little bit more about uh, bones about together. Bones. Yeah. yeah, and and we'll find out one day how it is that he's got two eyes that are both different colors. Yeah, Mike, <laughs> what was your first impression of bones when you walked in and saw him? Because he has a kind of startling effect on people. Yeah, that's most people. Question. Yeah, that's, that's the normal. That's the normal response we yeah, get from right, people. Yeah. I mean, me and John, we went to. Uh, um, you know, we're looking to go to different uh, sites and and um, and film. You know, different parts of New Jersey. So we can't. It's not just me and him. So we brought bones with us. So we sat him down in a chair, and you know, some people had they were eyeballing him, looking a little strange, and they gave the same response right. you just did. But I mean, you I know, guess what he did. I bowled him back. Right back. You cannot <laughs> intimidate that man. You can't do it. I think he's been through so much. Especially, John, we were talking about his injury. You mean the one he sustained here on set? Uh, thank God you were here oh, to, to no. fix it. Oh, no. You know what just, I just realized? What? Now we're going to get a notice from HR oh, that this oh, is yeah. a work-related injury. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, if we come in one day and he's not here, we'll know why. Let our attorneys handle it, please. Right. You know? Okay. Mike, being you, being a personal trainer, um, how do you cope with injuries? I mean, from not only your clients but yourself. Don't get them. Don't get them. Well, <laughs> hey, but in, in your but, line, your line of work. Yeah. You must have been injured oh, working through the years. A lot. Oh, you're a construction so, guy, right? Yeah. So. Um, that's a physical job. Well, that's why, you know, it's like I've always said, if, to do my job, I need to work out. So if I'm not working out, oh, that's for sure. Where I'm in a in in a stable environment, sure. Okay, you know you're in the gym, you got full control. The floors aren't uneven. Everything is right. You're on a machine. machine. You're maybe yeah. whatever using free weights. You're in control. If you're gonna work out like like a jackass, mm. you're gonna get hurt, right? Absolutely. But in my industry, with you know we're carrying a beam and we're trying to put it up in place, going up on a ladder. And you got to twist yourself and shove it in at the same time. Meanwhile, wow. you got three people carrying this beam, putting it up, and all you need is one person not to move the way that they're supposed to move, and now they're racking you. So, right. yeah, you can right. easily. So wow. that's why I always said, if I can't work out, I can't do the work right. that I do. So, yeah, I've had injuries. Um, 
Your, but, your but, job, it seems like a recipe for back injury, number one. Um, or not I, so much. I I think it just depends on on the people and what you're doing. You know. What was your worst injury? Care to say? Spill uh, it. Hmm. Doesn't have to be work related. Yeah. No, no. I'm I'm just thinking. I've had I've had three herniated discs, I and that was painful. Wow. I I think getting hit by that van with my lower back. You got hit by lights. a van? I I mean um. In a car accident, I did get hit by a van. That was early on, in, in many, many moons ago, in Staten Island, helping a lady. Yeah, but not a lot of but, people would have survived that. No, but I was in excellent shape, so that's what. You were outside kept, the car, Mike, or inside? I went to go check on the, the lady, and we all walked over, and then. What lady? Did she have an accident? Yeah, she slid off the road on the expressway, and uh -huh. and as I. Did you sue her? No, no. she didn't. No, I'm teasing. She didn't hit you. No, she was already off the road, so I pulled over to go and help her right. with my cousin and my friend. Right. And moments later, another guy that we didn't know pulled over. Right. So as I went and talked to her, I said, are you, are you okay? Is anybody in the car with you? Can we get anything? You want to go sit in the car and stay warm? And um, she was okay. And then the guy that we didn't know, he was older than us. Mm. Um, and he talked to her as well. And then we walked in two by two formation. So I was in the the front two, but okay. closer to the roadway. And the guy was on the inner part, opposite corner of me, right? Okay. And he grabbed my cousin and my friend out of the way, and one of them slapped my back. And when they did that, I looked and I saw the headlights, and I thought that it was a car, and I would just jump over it. But it was a van. So as I jumped, oh. it creamed me and sent me. You remember the greatest American hero, the guy with the orange cape that couldn't land? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my yes. one, my one friend, he's like, "Pal, I'm sorry that I'm laughing, but he says all I can think about is the way you were going down the highway." So this guy this, sent you hurling through the air. Oh, oh yeah, I just wow. like a rag doll tumbling. And so you were the good Samaritan that got oh, hit yeah, by got a good, another vehicle. No got good it. deed. Yeah. Goes but, yeah. Listen, every I'm a true believer that everything happens for reasons. Yeah, we've okay? stated that here. Yes. Okay, so you know, at that time in my life, all I can think about is well, a couple of things: girls, oh, right, yeah. and working out. Okay. Okay. But working out was my number you one. You don't think thing. YouTube will take us down for what he just said? I don't yeah. think so. I hope not. God, help us. graphic. Girls are working but out. All, working out. And that's okay. all I did was just, you know, when I'm at work, I'm thinking about working out. Yeah. When I'm not at work, I'm thinking about working out. Sure. When I'm wor and that's, that was it. I wanted to be the miniaturized natural bodybuilder compared to these steroid jackets. Sure, okay? sure. So, yeah. Because in Staten Island, they were, there was... Well, they're everywhere. They were... Jersey too. Jersey okay. too. Can I tell you something? In my opinion, Mike, you brought up a good point. Bodybuilding is probably, unnatural bodybuilding, is probably the unhealthiest sport that that you can find. What about all the YouTube coverage now? How many um, how many bodybuilders body are dying? That are dead. Yeah. They're all dying. Yeah. What are they putting in their bodies? Well, I think all it's a com shit, combination right? of uh, you know the thing is. I thought steroids were illegal. CDS, controlled dangerous substance. Yeah. Well, 
think about well, all, Merlin, the, all the natural... Uh, Stallone got caught in Europe going to the airport with, yeah. with a gym bag and he had steroids and they yeah. they arrested him. He says, well, you know, I'm an actor, you know, and... But well, guess, even professional you know, sports people. Sports. You know, everybody has to outdo the next guy. We had a guy on Staten Island mm -hmm. that he was racing pigeons. Okay? Yeah. He's not fast and, and he can race a pigeon? <laughs> he, was, he, he would race pigeons against yeah. other people with pigeons. Sure. Right? Oh, okay. oh, I thought he was racing pigeons. Okay. okay, with a stick. So one guy, his pigeons were beating everybody else's pigeons. Don't and he me. found out that they were putting steroids somehow in the water of these pigeons, and they were going fast. Injecting them. That's amazing. Not injecting them. You know who's got in the two thousand, twenty thousand pigeons? Mike Tyson. Tyson's a big pigeon. Oh, he guy. might be yeah. racing them. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Tell him, uh, he but can... I guess he wouldn't give them steroids. No, oh, maybe not. <laughs> wow. No, that's you have to ask Mike that. Right. That's unbelievable. Right. Mike. Sport. Performance-enhancing drugs in sports is out of control. Absolutely. I mean, Alex Rodriguez. Let's go to baseball. I mean, baseball, The pitch. they talked about the hitters. The yeah. pitchers were on them, too. You know, you know? But, but you know what I, I think? Roger but, Clemens picked up 10 miles an hour on his fastball once he hit 40. That's, well, who was, who was, who was the fan. guy that, uh, well, Sammy Sosa, the guy who, uh, Mark McGuire, and then there was the other guy that played for Barry Bonds. Yes. Uh, he, when he first started, he was skinny as a rail. At the end of his career, he looked like yeah. he looked you, like uh, Ronnie Coleman. Now, yeah. Now, <laughs> now, Mike, maybe you can. Is this is this true or not? And John too on the medical side, they said that Barry Bonds grew an inch because he was taking so much growth hormone. Is I, that true? They said I, he grew know, an inch. I, I don't know. I I think. The way I understood this, and this is not my field of expertise, here's my disclaimer. If you give a child growth hormone or steroids, their growth plates and their long bones close earlier. But I have heard, I have heard of people giving growth hormone to kids that are yeah, abnormally small yeah. and maybe their father's five foot three and the mother's four foot nine and they come up with a, a medical reason for it and apparently that works so maybe the difference is testosterone uh, derivatives versus growth hormone maybe if you get the kids on growth hormone maybe it stops their growth plates from from closing earlier because once the growth plates close then you're kind of getting big uh, sideways. Your bones are getting heavy, and you kind of get uh, acromegaly like uh, Andre the Giant. I Your know, skull gets I, thick. I know basketball players are taking them. Well, the, the great hypocrisy. Years. The great hypocrisy is that I actually feel bad for them. The major league baseball players, okay, they're making tons of money and they're celebs. But God forbid they get caught with, with doing the, the cream of the clear, the steroids, and the world wants to hang them. Every single NFL football player is taking steroids. And if they're not, they just can't compete. Even the kickers are taking steroids. But they're big now. I don't understand it. If you're born with size, yeah. you know, you're yeah. God gave right. you a 6'4", six, 6'6", six, six, and you're naturally a big bone person yeah. i mean do you really have to take well, so that many steroids here's here's a good perspective a long time ago when we were in high school my dad took me and my brother to see the new york giants play 
I don't know who the hell they played. Some of the, I don't know, maybe it was the, the Eagles or something, but it was the era where Larry Zonka was the fullback for the oh. Giants. Right, for the, you guys. You tell me he was on steroids? I don't well, think no, so. Well, no, no, here's the Not point. Sonic. Here's the point. You know, I was always that guy, whether we went to see the Rangers play yeah. or, or the Giants, I always had to have that, that the program. Mm -hmm. I always, you know, had to pay that five bucks for the program. I wanted to look up the stats, see how tall, see how many pounds they weighed, where they were from. And uh, what stunned me was that the linemen, NFL linemen, always looked way bigger than the rest of the players on the field. Guess what? Front line, New York Giants, 6'4", 240, 250, 230. Larry Zonka, 6'4", 235 pounds. Mm. But he had small shoulder pads so mm. that he could he could hit and, and hit a hole and, and squeak through it. Yeah. But an NFL lineman, 6'4", uh, 245 pounds? Yeah. These guys are 6'4". Five, six, 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 seven, three hundred and ten pounds tonight. And they run the forty in four point four seconds right. or something crazy. Right. Now, now I'll tell a story. I think you guys both heard me say it, but this is for the viewers. A long time ago, uh, there was a weightlifting gym in uh, Belleville, New Jersey, on Washington Avenue, mm. and uh, the owners were friends. The older owner. Uh, made the 1980 Olympic weightlifting team, and it was disastrous for him and everybody on that team because it was the year we boycotted the Olympics because it was in Moscow. Mm. And it was that whole thing about the Russians, be the Soviets being in Afghanistan. Politics got in the way. But uh, the New York Jets and the New York Giants, not all of them, but a handful of them would work out there in the off season. And there was a guy who was a lineman for the Giants the rest of the guys from the Jets we knew because they were actually from like Belleville and they went to Essex Catholic. But this guy, whose first name was Tom, was our bench pressing partner. The guy just looked like Bluto from Popeye, Tom, yeah. right? Jet black hair. He just his stubble was as black as your shirt. And he says, Hey guys, you know, uh he goes, you got to forgive me. I'm not really pushing up the weight like I normally would. You know, it's the off season. And he, he said, my body weight right now is 245. He was 6'4", 245, but his bone structure could handle a whole lot more. He goes, guess what my playing weight is? I don't know. We knew, what, we knew where he was going. 280. 280. How, would you, how do you gain 40 pounds from the off season to the on season? How do you do that? By eating pizza in a pizza parlor? Definitely not. Mm. There's no way. So, uh, you know, and we all had our friends back in the day that were just jamming themselves with steroids. But anyway. Mm. Mike, how come you never went that route? Being so into athletics and sports and bodybuilding and because being on stage. I think a lot of it was that because of where I got myself to, I didn't want people to say that Oh, you got there because you did steroids. Mm. So, and then there was one guy that um, I always worked out, like, always had my own equipment. Okay. So, there was one guy in the gym, and he said, read read this book, Death in the Locker Room. Mm. And it was all, it, it, like, the first chapter, you and I could understand. You probably would understand the whole book being a doctor, but... Mm. 
the first chapter was enough to read. You didn't wow. really have to read because there were so many complications and everything else. So even like today, like when I was training the kids for 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 anything, for any sport or 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 anybody just wanted to work out, mm. I would try to give an example. So right now it's a level playing field, right? So the guy decides to take steroids. So he jumps up and you're here, you're at the lower part. He can only take the steroids for so much time and then he has to come off. So meanwhile, the guy that's natural keeps plugging, right? This guy yeah. comes back down because he can't stay on it. So he's not gonna lift as much. He He's sure. a lot smaller yeah. mentally. Now he's getting screwed up. Mm -hmm. So what does he do? He doesn't, so he's got two options, the guy that's on steroids. Mentally, he just, already he took the dark route, right? Yeah. The easy road. Yeah. So he says to himself, well, why do I got to work out? I only, it's winter time. I'm going to, I'll just easy. take a cycle and look good for, yeah. for summertime or whatever. So that's his mentality, that he wants to look good for a certain time and he's going to go on his cycle. Meanwhile, the natural guy is continuously working out. Training. So now that steroid guy is down here because he doesn't want to work out without the steroids. Mm. Now he's got two options. Do I do I speed up my cycles that I'm not going to be off as long and now he's going to have health problems? He doesn't want to work out without the steroids. Mm. Right. Yeah, maybe, because you just, maybe you just nailed one of the core pieces of psychology behind yeah. people who, who do it, that. It's, it, it does affect your psychology, your mental... Uh, um, your balance it, it it there's too many health risks and it's not worth it the natural guy will always beat the steroid guy period you look at most steroid guys that did steroids okay talking about, years ago well, how, they're wait, fat well, they're fat today yeah, yeah. okay uh, well yeah they're but fat. how about performance i mean sports wise well they are they're, performance enhancing yeah. drugs yeah right? there, there's Listen, there's no comparison. You are de definitely getting like a boost and a half from them compared to the natural guy. But again, you can't keep them going On that, to yeah. keep your performance up. Listen, who knows what happens? You lose your hair. Maybe you can't. Your partner goes dead mm. down below. <laughs> your 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 bones grow out yeah. right from joints. Oh sure. Okay. Yeah. You have kidney problems. You have. I mean, there's. There's a list and a half of things. You can, it, and, or you die. Is you it, know, you can have a table of 10 of us yeah. that did, that do them, and maybe two guys are perfect. Two guys die. This guy can't, you know, have uh, his performance anymore with his girlfriend mm -hmm. or wife. And, you know, someone else loses all their hair. Another guy has bone problems and kidney problems. And there's no, there's no, like, dotted line to, to would you say when you take steroids you're altering your dna is that, i don't think so is not, that not it? I, I don't think that's my true. point being can you by changing your your infrastructure of your body i don't know your chemistry because you are changing your chemistry to oh, an yeah. extent, okay sure. can that affect you if you have children yeah sure can yeah. that affect your kids that i don't know I because don't know i do know some people in the past being in gyms for a long time and they were you know drug takers and unfortunately some kids were born with some issues really oh yeah, yeah and scary. maybe it's a coincidence i mean yeah. you know you don't know that 
But uh, I mean, why take that chance? I mean, that alone. It's not if if you're, you know, if you're gonna use an enhancing performance drug, whatever, whether it's growth hormones, sure. steroids, or, or or anything, right? Yeah. If you're gonna do that, and even even to take it a simpler step down, yeah. Okay, you're you're a 19 year old kid, and you're working out. Yeah. Your testosterone is through the roof. Right? Mm, right. If you start putting it in from a foreign yeah, substance, your your right. body's gonna stop, stop. producing it. True. Yeah. So yeah, now true. you just affected your natural testosterone levels because yeah. it says, Hey, why should I produce this when he's giving it to me from the outside source? And we're not talking about steroids, we're just talking right. about like a testosterone boost. That's a great point. How do you what do you guys feel about TRT? Testosterone replacement theory. Treat or therapy. Treatment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, anybody, there's guys in the gym that are walking around 50s and 60s, and you're looking like, wow, that guy didn't look like that a year ago. And you find out that there's all these wellness centers, and a doctor, you automatically, as you get older, your testosterone is going to be lower. And these so they're, 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 they're giving testosterone. They're trim? Yeah, and they're in great shape. I mean, but these doctors. Maybe I got to do that. <laughs> These doctors are giving this stuff out like uh, like it's candy. Hmm. I could name 10 people that are 50s and 60s or on testosterone therapy. Right? And they, and they don't work out. They're just taking them. And they still look good and they don't Well, they look okay, but they're yeah. telling me that they can do, you know, run a mile, <laughs> do somersaults down the road. I yeah. mean, well, I'll tell you what. I, I I have a friend of mine, a former associate who uh, was a great surgeon, and then you know, while he was still a surgeon, he could opened up one of those wellness centers. Mm. And now that I believe he's retired from surgery, he's a few years older than me. You know, people used to make fun of him, kind of in the locker room, because the guy, the guy went from a normal-looking middle-aged guy to looking like one of those ads, you know, where you get the guy, you know, with the gray Before, hair. Yeah. Well, you know, you know the, the guys with the gray hair yeah, yeah. that if you took just a headshot of them, they should be in the park with their grandkids. Yeah, right? yeah, Hey, yeah. Grandpa. Yeah, that's what I'm talking meanwhile, about. meanwhile, boom, stick their head onto a bodybuilder. Now, he wasn't real, real big and bulky, but the guy's body fat percent, I think it was three. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, wow. so hats off to him that he, but uh, who's to say that that's bad? Is I don't know. Is it bad? I mean, Mike, have you heard I anything would, about listen, tonight? Listen, to be honest, we talked about dieting on a previous episode. I would so love to do something like that and all of a sudden start yeah, changing my I chemistry have... to drop my body weight, my fat. I don't. I shouldn't be 230. I, I just, again, I like to keep things simple. If you're going to go outside and you're going to start putting substances in your body, regardless of how they are, you you know, you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen to you. So, again, keep things simple. Let your body, your body is a machine. And if you can mentally get yourself challenged to to meet the goals that you want to meet, you will get there. What, get what about these athletes that, especially the baseball players, they, they say they take uh, steroids to repair an injury. Is that true? I'm sure it is, but that's a convenient way of... I, I know, that's what I'm well, saying. You know, you know who really got that whole Lance Armstrong thing Lance was amazing Armstrong. because... 
That was blood he doping. Had, well, yeah, but but he he got caught blood doping, correct? Uh, right. And steroids right. too, though. And steroids yeah, too. But, yeah. But, but oh yeah, he, yeah. But the didn't end. he have testicular cancer? Yes. And did I don't know the rest of this. I don't know if anybody in the world knows if he ever actually discussed all of it. But you know, maybe he had. Look, if the guy had bilateral orchiectomies, both testicles being removed, you got to be on steroid replacement therapy. Yeah. Or at least, I, look, I'm not an endocrinologist, but I would imagine so. Uh, he still has his adrenal glands, but both testicles, and he was a young guy. Then the question is, if that's true, does that preclude him from competitive athletics? The funny part about that, they said in that Tour de France, yeah. they'd have, probably have to go to number 12 to find somebody who's who was not, on steroids. Not, right? So yeah. he was probably right. the best anyway, because yeah. everybody that was anywhere near his heels, so to speak, sure. um, you can turn the screw if it's bothering you. Yeah. It tightens yeah. it up. Yeah. Tighten loose enough. Yeah. So anyway, but I, I just, uh, that whole thing was a, what a disaster. How about, what about these young kids? Where are these young athletes getting steroids? Because I know that's know, a good question. Because back in the '70s, back in the '70s, and I know we all remember this. Here comes a guy with the gym bag, but it was really kind of a doctor's bag at the gym. Was he a doctor? No. Did he have connections? Of course. And he would go to the locker room, and everybody he would fill everybody's order from from two weeks before. Right? So out. It was, it was that, so out in the open. It was then. that easy back in the '70s. It's, it, think about it. It's the same thing with 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 uh, recreation drugs, right? Yeah. I mean, you would, you think to yourself, well, where am I going to get it? All you have to do is just start, like, spreading a little word that you want want this or want that. And, yeah. and before you know it, so-and-so is going to say, oh, yeah, you know what, uh, you can go see, uh, what you want to call it? There's always a doctor uh, well, it's not look even, into. It, it's a black market, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean. Right. And then I heard a roast the other day on YouTube. It was one of those Hollywood roasts. And they, had, you know, they had made a, a comment about how, you know, an actor takes a role, and he's five foot nine, 150 pounds, and for the role, he's five nine, 220, and ripped, wow. yeah. and ripped, wow. and and nobody, nobody wonders how they don't even think it. They're everybody's conditioned to say, oh, yeah. oh look at so and so, wow. He yeah. looks so good. He was training hard. Yeah, he was training I mean, hard. <laughs> he was and his diet. And, then, and then, they, then they have the goal to do interviews. Oh, tell us, tell us, Mark, how you did it. You know, oh, just a lot of training and, you know, yeah, my, great coach. My great coach, and I have a personal chef. And? <laughs> right, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, there's, especially on social media, one of the athletes, I mean, I love the guy, The Rock, okay? Yeah. I mean, the guy well, trains. Obviously, the guy trains like an animal. All right, he's a he's a great person. I, yeah. Walking Tall is one of my favorite movies. The Rock did the remake. Oh, I love. Really? I could watch that movie three hundred times. Buford Pusser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but on the different name. But I mean, <laughs> I can't imagine him being Buford yeah. Pusser. But let's let's face it. I mean, the guy looks. I mean, looks amazing for his age. But let's face it. I mean, when how long can you get away with taking that? many drugs for that long. I mean, because no normal guy his age looks like that. Right. You know? I mean, he's above and beyond. Low body fat, a right. tremendous uh, physique. Well, I think pretty much Arnold, I think, is pretty much completely over the hill and done. Well, he's in oh, the well, 70s. Absolutely. 
he's in his Absolutely. 70s, right? And I, you know, I think I think Stallone is still messing around, but I but I used to follow Schwarzenegger and both Stallones, Frank and Sylvester, on Instagram. Yeah. And and every morning Frank made a video from the parking lot at Gold's Gym. And then he would take shots and take videos of their workouts in the gym. Okay. And he mentioned one day that at the time, I think he was, I don't know, 60-something years old. Hmm. And he said, guys, he goes, he was doing abs. He goes, if you don't do at least 200 crunches in your bed before your feet hit the floor, when you're in your mid-60s and on, he says, you're dead. He goes, your abdomen is just going to undergo muscular atrophy and it just it just you know you may have had a 32 inch waist now it's going to be a 42 inch waist and he says and you don't even have to have fat on your abdomen it just it just it just expands mike you want to comment on that um well you know talking about bodybuilders mm. you know in that era of schwarzenegger i would pick frank zane okay. because even if you see frank zane I, I don't remember if he passed away or not. No, he's alive. Okay, so if you look at Frank Zane today, mm -hmm. he's looks awesome. He looks outstanding. I remember doing seeing a picture of him when he was competing with Arnold and everybody sure, of that sure. era, right? And you see him now. The guy looks, looks remarkable. Fantastic. Okay, so did he? Do steroids? Did he do he less yeah, than he everybody to, else? To, yeah. Okay, so I think again, keep things simple. Mm. You know, if you're gonna get, it's it's good to want, but at what expense? Mm. You know. Oh, yeah. So so if if you're a young kid, and you want to become something, you got to realize that you're going down a path that can either take your life or make you great. Mm. Okay. And at what expense are you going to do this? And then how many other people are going for that same position? Yeah. And but, how you, but you do agree that when we were kids, I mean kid kids, right? But I, I can remember maybe like once a year, once every two or three years, Wide World of Sports would show like three minutes of Mr. Olympia. Yeah. And you'd be like, you know, you're used to watching the Giants, the Yankees, the yeah. Mets. You know, there was no hockey in the area back then. And all of a sudden, you see these monsters on stage that, you know, and, and the lights and, you know, and, and you just get flabbergasted. And you go, Dad, look at these guys. And kind of goes like this. And then you don't see it again for another two or three years. And if you do, it's like the shot put in the Olympics. Uh -huh. Oh, and there's, you know, Gerd so-and-so from uh, the Brussels. And one, yeah. one throw, and I'm it's sorry. back to the... It's back to the marathon, every yeah. lap. You never, you, you never, I couldn't figure out why. Why don't they put this on TV? Maybe the producers knew yeah. that it was basically, it was the great combination of genetics, hard work, and steroids that got them on stage. Yeah. Right? I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you, you think about that too, that, you know, hockey still, is not like a big publicized sport. Well, so you, in a relative sense, it's right. Not. I mean, and the money's not as big as baseball, basketball, or football. So I think it's what what really calls the attention of people that yeah. what they want, right? right? So I mean, you can almost I don't know is is soccer 
Well, the American is, public got shortchanged because not any, no high school kids watching Wide World of Sports ever saw anyone throw the discus. Or right. the right? yeah. right. hammer. Or the hammer. I love those hammer's throws. amazing. Yeah. It's just crazy. But, you well, know. What yeah, a, well. John, Mike, what a great episode. Uh, John, well, this could you, go on and on and on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you had to alchemize, John, would you? Could you? Um, well, okay. Let's let's think of it from this standpoint. You know, the the human heart has desire, and when you attach yourself to desire, you become leveraged. And uh, in, in the words of Gautama Buddha, mm. if you want to be truly at peace, detach yourself from all desires, which almost seems like an oxymoron. It seems ass backwards. You're here in the third dimension and you start feeling the body that you're in as soon as you slide out of the womb. And immediately you have desires. You have desires probably to, to to leave this place, to go back where you were, where it's nice and warm and you don't have any crazy noises or, or bright lights or the room is freezing cold or some nurse is scraping your skin with a rough OR towel. That's why babies cry, oh God, I'm back here again. And we said that before. Um, the human heart desires to be accepted, to be loved, to succeed. And when you attach yourself to that desire, you automatically leverage yourself. It's like the kid who's got this just unquenchable desire to be the prime minister or the president. And if he doesn't curb his enthusiasm or her enthusiasm, the only way they're going to get from point A to point B to where they think they want to go is to all of a sudden start knocking over those dominoes of desire, which means you've leveraged yourself. Now you're gonna now you're gonna do something that you would not normally have done to make it through that next portal, that next gate, right? Absolutely. I hate to bring it up, but you know what? It, it, we're talking about desires and about working out and being a professional athlete. And I want to be the next, you know, Mark McGuire. I want to be the next. You know, Hank Aaron, I want to be the next Arnold Schwarzenegger, whoever it is. And you start realizing that you've got to jump hurdles and you've got to do things that if your father or mother found out that you were doing steroids, they would go wild, right? It's kind of like the politicians and the celebrities that end up on the Lolita Express. Here they go with Jeffrey Epstein because they got to do that. And everybody compromises themselves. Mm -hmm. I don't think you, if you took, you know, a seven-year-old kid and said, hey, what do you think you want to be? What do you think you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I want to be, um, maybe he's a Mets fan or, or whatever, wh whoever the starting pitcher is for the Mets. Oh, I want to be like some. Do you ask who is that? Who is that? All right. Okay, fine. Okay. All right. I know. But, but the point is that kid's innocent. And all he knows is what he thinks that he, he wants to emulate. And if you said to him, hey, there's this medicine that could get you real close, closer than you would be if you didn't take this medicine. And it might, it might take you, you know, 
having somebody give you a needle in your rear end. And sometimes the medicine can be really dangerous. Would you do it? It might even kill you. The seven-year-old might go, what? No way. No way. Why can't I just go to practice and, 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 and learn how to play baseball and I can throw real, 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 real hard? Well, yeah, that's the right response. But then we get older and we realize that the carrot's being dangled. And that this is basically... When you peel the layers of the onion, this episode was about the carrot being dangled in front of people who have desire. And it's understandable. That's the great hook of life. It's the carrot for the jackass in life. I can't really, you know, I, how do I blame young men for taking steroids? Because they're so close to a Division One scholarship in whatever sport or now they're in on that team in division one everybody else on the team is taking that little blue pill and doing the boing like this and so what are they going to go no not me no not me i'm going to play for the dallas cowboys without that stuff it's implausible it's implausible so i i feel bad for them how many young girls out there that look at themselves and have body dysmorphia because of what the society and the media has put in their heads that you gotta look like Pamela Anderson. And what if, what if somebody said, hey, so-and-so, here, we got some of this from overseas. Take this for three months and you'll have a body just like Pamela Anderson. Silence, an appropriate moment of silence, a pause for effect. How many young girls would go after and find themselves that medicine that gave them that kind of body. And I think more young girls would be taking that stuff than more young guys are taking steroids. So it's all a matter of people find themselves in the skin that they're just not comfortable with. And I think that part of the ascension of humanity, I don't want to sound corny, is to realize we are what we are. We're, we're children of the Creator. and you you know if your if your parents are apple trees the apple doesn't fall far from the tree if your if your dad is 5 foot 4 and your mother's 4 foot 9 put something else in your head other than playing the line for the Dallas Cowboys because it's just not going to happen and for the guys that are that big and are that close i can understand but you know, desire can lead you to compromise yourself and it'll lead you, unfortunately, more people are led to death and destruction than the people who actually make it to the top. And what's the, what's the average lifespan? I don't mean to stay alive and breathing, but the average lifespan of an NFL football, is it two and a half or three oh, years? Oh, it's short time, three, three, to, three, years? three years maybe. Yeah. Right. And then you get some of these people who've been playing playing the line for like 19 years and you're yeah. like, you don't know who they are, but they're, yeah. but they're there all the time. And, yeah. and it's like, what? Or, or look at the, one of the New Jersey Devils defensemen, number three. 20, Danico? 20, 21 years? Danico 21 years time. without, yeah. I think, a serious injury. And I always saw him almost crack his head at the Bridgewater Arena. But anyway, uh, I just hope and pray that society comes around so that people don't have to desire 
to be somewhere that requires compromising themselves and compromising their truth and taking potentially dangerous drugs. That's really all I wanted to say about that. Mm. That's Anything all. Else? <laughs> that was a great job as usual. It. Michael, John, thank you. fantastic episode. Everybody, thank you for joining us on the Jersey Alchemist. If you like what we're doing, press like and subscribe. Tell your friends. Peace.